Why, hello there, Kristen. James, hello. Is it just me, or are you looking especially elegant doing that Duchess slant right here on my Skype screen? You're looking very Duchess slant right now. Thank you. I'm so happy you noticed. Yes, I saw that Kate and Megan were both sitting in the delightful Duchess slant pose last week, so I had to give it a try today. <laughs> so delightful. And you know what? I'm also doing the Duchess slant, sitting with my ankles crossed, slightly slanted away from my body. I'm looking very regal and modest right now, and so are you, I might add. Thank you so much. You look fabulous. In fact, the whole team on the show are all doing the Duchess slant right now, so we implore you to join in wherever you are in the world, unless you're driving. (laughs) Unless you're driving, maybe that would be a little dangerous. (laughs) Shall we get this week's show started? (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. Let's do it. I'm Kristen Meinzer, a lifelong Royals enthusiast based in the US. And I'm James Barr, a ginger, royal-loving Harry fan based in London, and you're listening to When Meghan Met Harry, a royal wedding cast. In each episode, we examine the latest news about the wedding, do a deep dive into a pressing issue about the royal couple, and finally, we give our predictions for what we think will happen at the wedding itself. Shall we get to this week's headlines, James? Yes, let's do it. First up, as we just mentioned, there was another royal engagement. This one featured Wills and Kate and Harry and Meghan, the Fab Four, all together on stage in their first official press appearance together, and they looked so adorable. I want them to adopt oh me. Gosh. The two couples so took to the stage at the Royal Foundation Forum on February 28th to discuss projects they are currently working on and their ambitions for the future. The theme for the forum was making a difference together and the event was showcasing programs such as Heads Together, the Invictus Games and United for Wildlife. Yes, and the Royal Foundation was set up in 2011 by Wills and Harry as a way for them to pursue their charitable and philanthropic interests, and Meghan will officially become the fourth patron. Kate, of course, is already a patron. So, yeah, when Meghan marries Harry on May 19th, she is a part of the Royal Foundation as well. Yes, go Megan. And whilst all of them are our faves, Megan obviously stole the show. Um, she was speaking about Me Too and Time's Up and said, I hear a lot of people speaking about girls' empowerment and women's empowerment. You will hear people say they are helping women find their voices. I fundamentally disagree with that because women don't need to find their voices. They need to be empowered to use it and people need to be urged to listen. Megan! Yes! (laughs) Queen Megan! Yes! Wait. Oh my gosh! Queen Megan, you're so so right. That is amazing. Smart. Yeah, I know. She is so smart and just her approach to what's happening in the world and I mean, what she just said there is so much more powerful than, hey, women need to learn to speak up. Women need to speak yeah. up. It's, I, I just think that that's brilliant. I think we need to listen. Men need, we to, need to sit listen. down. That's what needs to happen. Yes. W Magazine were saying, though, that she possibly broke royal protocol by saying things because royals aren't allowed to comment on anything political. Now, do you remember when Kate went to the BAFTA Awards in London a few weeks ago and she wore like a very dark green? Yes. And you know what? I was one of the many people who initially thought she was wearing black. All the women were supposed to be wearing black as a statement. For time's up. For time's up, yes. And then when you got very, very close to her dress, you'd see it was a dark forest green. It wasn't actually black. And I was very surprised by that. 
Yeah, she was wearing a black ribbon, though, around the dress, and I think that must have been as close as she could get to it because W Magazine claims that royals aren't allowed to wear anything that is a political statement. So she, I think, chose the closest she could get to it. But it is absurd thinking of this as a political opinion, right? Because who wouldn't want to stop women from being abused? Do you, you oh, know what God. I mean? I mean, it doesn't I don't even think feel it's political. political at no, all. not at all. No, Snap. there's nothing political about that. I mean, you don't want half the population of the planet to be abused. That's not political. No. That's <laughs> that's just common sense. Right. That's just basic human decency. Comple- I completely agree. <sighs> um, anyway, they were very brilliant on stage together. Did you hear that joke that Harry made about the disagreements? Oh my god. <laughs> if you didn't catch it. He said it. we're stuck together for the rest of yes. our lives. <laughs> oh, I would love to be stuck on that too. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay being stuck there. Yeah. Bring on May 19th. <laughs> and if you need more royal engagements in your life, lucky for you, the Birmingham Mail tells us that Meghan and Harry are visiting Birmingham on March 8th, which is, as we know, International Women's Day. Yes, and according to a palace statement in Birmingham, Meghan and Harry will firstly attend the STEMETS event at Millennium Point, which aims to inspire the next generation of young women to pursue careers in science, technology, engineering, and maths. STEMETS is, by the way, a word that in the U.S. makes us giggle. Oh my God, why? It's, it's like saying lady doctor or woman pilot. STEM is just something that everybody studies in school, science, technology, engineering, and math, but STEM ads, you know, women who study those things. You're like, surely just everyone should be the same. Yeah. Yes, but totally made me giggle when I saw that headline. And after they meet with the STEM ads, Prince Harry and Meghan will then visit Netchel's Wellbeing Center to join the Royal Foundation's Birmingham We Are Coach Corps apprentices as they take part in a training masterclass. Now, this next headline is so exciting. Have you checked your emails yet, Kristen? Has everyone checked their spam folders? Because the BBC reports that 2,640 members of the public, muggles like us, have been invited to the castle grounds on the day of the royal wedding. Oh, my God. This is so (laughs) exciting. This is so exciting. The royals do not do this. They don't just invite commoners like us along. But Meghan and Harry, their love is different. They want all of us to be a part of it. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say all of us because... (laughs) The BBC writes, charity workers, school children, royal household members, and Windsor residents Mm -hmm. are among those invited. And um, we're we're not actually either of any of those things, James. We are not. I I guess, no, no. But if they need a replacement school child, I volunteer as tribute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to infiltrate the perimeter by dressing up as one of Windsor's famous ghosts that we've talked about on a previous episode. I'm just going to pretend to be Anne Boleyn. And I'll be really drunk by that point, so I basically will be headless. (laughs) A Kensington Palace statement says the couple wanted members of the public to feel part of the celebrations too and that this wedding, like all weddings, will be a moment of fun and joy that will reflect the characters and values of the bride and groom. Amazing. Oh, so here's a full list of the invitees. There will be 1,200 members of the public from a broad range of ages and backgrounds. So maybe that could be us. There will be 200 people from charities, 610 Windsor Castle community members, 530 people from the royal households and the crown estate, and 100 local school children. This lucky group will get to watch the bride and groom arrive with the wedding guests, and they will watch the carriage procession as it departs from the castle after the wedding service. Those people are going to have so much fun. I I mean, you know those 1,200 general members of the public? There's no way we can be those people, can we? You mean we're too special? (laughs) I mean, I, I just feel that they might think we're press or something. 
you know. Oh, I see. Well, you're American, and you can just pretend to be Megan's sister, and we'll get ourselves oh. in there. <laughs> oh, yes, but, but not, not Samantha. The bitch. Yeah, not, not Megan's the bitch, bitch older half sister. No, no. <laughs> Love that she got a mention again this week. And James, we do have to mention one more headline. Which is possibly a rumor, but possibly true. I mean, it has to be true. Meghan and Harry were supposedly invited to the Oscars on Sunday night. And after deep thought, they were seriously considering it. They decided not to attend, unfortunately. (laughs) That must have been, if that's true, that would have been so hard for Meghan not to go. I think they know that if they were there, they would have just stolen the thunder. I mean, nobody would have been looking at the stage. Nobody would be caring about Meryl Streep or whoever else was on stage. They would just be staring at Meghan and Harry the whole time, right? I don't know. I'd still be staring at Timothy Chalamet, but I do get your point. They would have totally... They would, they would have stolen all the attention. And in a way, it's an, an odd event for them to go to because, yes, Meghan's left Hollywood behind. She's part of the Hollywood scene yeah. now still. But yeah, she has of, left yeah. it. It would have been strange unless they were going there for some kind of moment or to, to say something important. Oh, yes. Like, for example, if they were speaking up on behalf of Time's Up. But yeah. no, she can't even do that. We've already discussed that. Oh, well, it would have been great if they were there. Eh. We'll have to make do with Parissa Fitzhenley and Murray Fraser, who are playing the Lifetime version of Meghan and Harry, when they obviously get nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> Next year at this time, <laughs> we'll be watching them accept those statues. So exciting. Right, we're going to take a quick break, but we're back with our deep dive into some very big news that broke last week. You want to hear this, so don't go away. All right, we are back with this week's deep dive. And you know what? Everyone out there, all of you, you've been tweeting us, emailing us, sending us carrier pigeons about the Spice Girls news. Yes, as you may recall, we hinted at a Spice Girls reunion in a past episode, and it seems as though our wishes might be coming true. And so this week, James, we had to talk to our resident Spice Girls expert, Aisha Harris, host of the podcast, Represent. She's a culture writer for Slate Magazine. And I think it's safe to say, Aisha, you might be one of the top 10 biggest Spice Girls fans in the world. Oh, God. That might be overstating it. But (laughs) I I will say that was definitely true uh, 20 years ago. Oh, okay. (laughs) They came at the perfect time when I was nine or 10, and they were my world for like a good year and a half. Oh my God, same. Should we do the stop routine at the end of this <laughs> show? Yes! Because I am ready. <laughs> yes. Oh, by the way, can we each just say which spice we are really quickly first? Okay. Well, uh, really quickly, I was always scary spice because I was the only black person <laughs> in my friend group and I hated it because I was like, why is she scary? I'm, I'm, I didn't. That always bugged me too. It's like, <sighs> is the implication that she's scary because she's black? I don't is know. Is the implication that. I think it's more like she's, because she's Northern that she's scary. But I do actually agree with that implication as well in what you were just saying. Yeah. So I was not a fan. And that was like the only Spice Girls doll that my dad would let me get because she was the only black one. I I, I always wanted Jerry. So I wanted to be Jerry, but I was always scary. But now that I look back on it, I actually, scary to me is like actually the the prettiest one out oh, of all Oh, she is, definitely. And she Especially made some, back then. Right. And she made some mistakes, you know, like 
having a child by Eddie Murphy. But like, what are you going to do about that? She's still I, I, I now I embrace Scary Spice and I will I will say I'm Scary Spice and not just because I'm black. Okay, well, good. I'm happy with that because there's no way you're getting Jerry, obviously. <laughs> Hold on. I was going to say Jerry. <laughs> no, Kristen, I'm the ginger, okay? You can't well, take Well, I'm that not away redheaded anymore, but back during my teenage years, I actually was a redhead for many years. I had bright magenta hair. And also, I, I have kind of a similar situation with Aisha where it's like, there wasn't actually an Asian Spice Girl. I didn't have a ton of options. So the closest option I had was the person who had red hair, and I had red hair. <laughs> So yeah. I, so we're sharing I, Jerry. I, can't I think believe we. This. I mean, all three of us in our hearts seem to be Jerry's yeah. d- to some extent. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the purposes of today's conversation, we think all of them are gorgeous. All of them are the epitome of class, of fun, of excitement, <laughs> of, of Britishness. There are all of these things, all the things that we need for a royal wedding to be bumped up to eleven. So. We're excited because supposedly, according to Scary Spice, she she's let it slip on a talk show that she and the other Spice Girls will be at the royal wedding. And earlier this month, the group put out a statement that said, we all agree that there are many exciting possibilities that will once again embrace the original essence of the Spice Girls while reinforcing our message of female empowerment for future generations. So are these all implying that they're going to be at this wedding? Because, you know, is there a more feminist event than Meghan Markle, who is like the best feminist out there for the UK, for the British family? Now, there's never been a feminist like her in the royal family. And now they can bring their feminist message to this new feminist royal family. Aisha, thoughts? Uh, sure. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess it's true from the little that I know about Meghan Markle. She does seem to be a good for the royal family in a way of like maybe pushing them. Uh, this is maybe a very, uh, very off off uh, parallel to make, but maybe she's like the killmonger of of the the royal family. Like she's going to push them in the right direction and, and get them to be more liberal and open-minded and, and not as beholden to really silly traditions as uh, they have been for hundreds of years. So maybe that's the case. And I'm all for it. I'm all for that girl power. Yeah. I mean, at major events, I mean, we were just talking about this earlier before you came to studio, Aisha. We were talking about how Meghan Markle goes off script and she says things that the royal family considers overly political, especially when it comes to women's rights. She recently said that we need to stop this message of women need to learn to speak up. We have been speaking. It's time for people to listen. She says things like this. She's totally going off script with the, what the royal family member says. She's kind of, I'm not making a joke, but she's kind of like the sixth Spice Girl. <laughs> I can totally see that. Yeah, yeah. What, what would her name be? She's continued the work that the Spice Girls started. Um, <laughs> that what that wasn't a joke actually <laughs> i genuinely feel like i feel like they they led the movement in the 90s in the noughties and and now megan is taking the mantle on and i reckon that comment from them is kind of a subtle mention at that right where they said that they were re- they were looking for opportunities to reinforce their message of female empowerment they're talking about megan there definitely oh yeah yeah i don't know what her name would be what would her name be oh man i want her to be power spice She's very powerful. Power Spice. Um, I know what, James, you're going to mention her messy bun, aren't you? You're gonna talk about... <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, actually, no. <laughs> huh, messy bun Spice? spice? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, if it's, is it offensive to call Americans Yanks? Is that offensive? Cause she could I'm just, okay I don't, with that. I don't, I don't be care. like Yankee Spice. 
Oh, that could work. I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. If she's representing us American women, I'm okay with that. Sounds like a Yankee candle. Oh my God, what? We've missed the trick here, guys. She's going to be Suits Spice, obviously. Oh, she's always going to wear oh. pencil skirts and stilettos? Because she was in Suits, and she right. always, yeah, and she wears, she wore that amazing suit outfit, didn't she? Oh, yes. So, Aisha, we're, we're kind of going off track here, but we do have to say, as soon as this news broke, we got tons of listener mail, including you. <laughs> you wrote to us right away, and you said, I am a Spice Girls obsessive. I what what do you want to talk with us about? Well, so I up until the Spice Girls and or Scary Spice said we might well we'll probably be there and maybe they're performing, hinting that they might be performing. I did not care at all about this wedding. Uh, I'm sorry. I've listened to your show though. I find oh, it you. I find it delightful. Um, <laughs> but I I really don't care. And and even though she is, it's it's kind of cool to see a black woman kind of injecting herself into this this very very white family and and ruffling feathers i, I it's the royal the fascination with the royals has always eluded me in in many ways but when it was announced that they were going to i was like oh i'm interested now because i would love to see how this goes down for me it's like what's if they do sing what are they going to sing I don't like you. You probably know a little bit more about what might be an appropriate song, but the first song that popped up to me was like Two Become One." Although, oh <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's such a kind so of romantic. It's romantic, but it's also literally about having sex. So I'm yeah, not sure if it's that's about like safe sex, right? <laughs> safe Put sex. They on. changed. They changed the on. lyrics. Yes, yeah. yes. But they are a very sexy couple. I don't know if you know this, Aisha. I don't know if you've been looking at the photos that have been released. Them, their official engagement photos are so sexy. Yeah. They're just like wrapped around each other and it's super clear these two have been getting it on for a while. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but it's very clear how sexy these two are. But I don't know if you want to be, you know, doing your first dance to get it on, get it on with your like queen mom right over there. It'd be a little awkward. It's, it's, it's almost like playing Let's Get It On as your like, you know, young yeah. first dance. Sexy Love time. It. <laughs> Love it. But what about wannabe? I mean... I just love this idea. Yes. You know, if if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Like right. th- this whole idea of they each are bringing people together. Mm-hmm. It's not just the union of two people. It's their friends. It's their family. And you want to, you know, have a feminist slant to that because it's Megan. So it's all those things mixed together. It's friends and family coming together. And it's that feminist land. Yeah. I think that would also be a great... And it'd be fun. It'd, like, it'd get everyone excited. Get people excited. shaking their booties. Queen Elizabeth yeah. would be up there shaking it. Yeah. 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 Ziga Zigar out. For the <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Wannabe would be so great. I, also, what about Viva Forever? And they could change it to Megan Forever. Oh! Yeah. That's one of my least favorite <laughs> Spice Girl songs, though. What? Yeah. Nah, nah. But... You were playing too much earlier, James, and I, I was. actually I actually think that would also be like a nice it's a good like slow slow yeah. dance song. Oh say you'll be there. That's another good sort Although, of like I thought about Say You'll Be There, but that song is actually isn't it about like someone wanting to be more than just friends and they're like, No, like I just want you to be my friend. Ooh. Ooh. That's you not mean it's uh, a friend zone. I'm it's a, a friend zone. The, the lyrics are... Um, oh, yeah. Last time we had this conversation, I decided, I decided we should be friends. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not good for this we can't, wedding. We can't do that song. No, no. <laughs> now you saw that falling in love, but I never, ever, ever thought, thought that would, would be... be... Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Actually, now that I think about it, I would love... One of my favorite Spice Girls songs uh, from... Uh, was it from Spice World? Yes. Or, yes. It is... Um, 
Never Give Up on the Good Times. Yeah. Which is just like oh, a fun. Oh, what a great celebration disco. song. Yeah, it's a good, you know, and the the lyrics, I don't fully understand what the song's about. I've listened to that song so many times and it's one of those like very opaque. A lot of Spice Girl <laughs> songs are like that. They're very yeah. sophisticated and it's not always easy to follow where the message is going. Can I recommend another song by them, which I love, which is so like not relevant, but I just obsess over it and I want to share it with as many people as possible. It's called Do It. Have you heard that? Oh, yes. Come on and do oh, it. Oh, my God. That song. Yeah, it's the best it. song. It's a great song to wake up to if you're feeling a bit sad because it's just like, just get on with it. Come on, do it. You can do anything you want. And it's so empowering. I love it. Yeah, it's great. And Sporty Spice, she opens the song with her like, hey. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to sing I had that as my alarm for a long time, and the guy I was dating was like, what is this awful song you're waking up to? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, they probably won't do this, but you know how at weddings, at least here in America, they have those terrible, like, the guy dances for, the br- the groom dances for the wife, and the, the wife dances for the husband, wow. and they do, like, the... Um, the, the garter, garter thing—it's terrible. I did not know that, but I can imagine you know them doing that to the ladies of Amp. Just <laughs> 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 a little strip strip tease, or it's like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that. Aisha. Oh, it goes. Uh, it's, it's such a weird song. It goes like Elvis was a cooler shaker. Ma- or something. I, I might Melody be mixing Melody maker. Nigga. She's a bomb, bake, kick some ass. Dr. No, this girl's got class. <laughs> and then there's this great like, she's a power girl, girl in, in a 90s, 90s world. world. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so weird. I just love that. Okay, so Aisha's now been in the studio for like seven minutes and she's sang for five minutes of it. It is so wonderful. It is I'm having so the best time. Great. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> So and you can James, see. you're a good singer too. You guys should be singing duets together. Well, I mean, we are actually going to the wedding to perform. It's a secret, but it's out. <laughs> I'll be backup dancer. I've got my platform shoes ready. We should talk about the deeper effect of the Spice Girls on culture, though, and what they meant for women um, and girls growing up. What did that mean to you when you were younger? Oh, I've gone so deep from our fun chat. I know. But, wow. But they wow. meant a lot, even to me, and I'm not a girl, but they, they said a lot of things that were really important. Yeah. I mean, when I look back on it, I wonder if a lot of it was kind of superficial. And, and that's not in a bad way. But, you know, I remember going around with my friends and, like, we did the peace sign, like, girl power. And, like, i terrible with British accents, so forgive me for that. But, like, that was a thing that you said, and it was cool to be a girl. And you had different girls you could choose from. Like, obviously, I only had one black one. But, like, they all had their own personalities. And I really think that that meant a lot. If I was a parent, I don't know, today, I don't know if I would necessarily want them to listen to the Spice Girls. I feel like a lot of it might have been inappropriate for me at that age. I was nine. So, like, you know, maybe 11 or 12, you can process it better. But at the same time, they were just so uninhibited in ways like I think back to the movie Spice World and them like running around and you know goofing off and it was very a hard day's night I'm sure there were a lot of comparisons to that when it came out where you know but it was it was women doing it and they were just like they did it and I really appreciated that and I think that it's something that little girls can can look up to and I think that's a good thing I love that. Me too. Here's a crazy question. This is a big question. Do you think the Spice Girls might steal the show if they do perform at the wedding? 
Oh, of course. I mean, especially especially if it's coupled with them announcing a new tour. Like, because there's been rumors oh, about come that, on. right? You think they would use that chance to announce a tour at the wedding? That's well, not really at the wedding, but like oh. right after. Like, God, I think they're just as bad as Megan's half sister. <laughs> Trying to steal the thunder. <laughs> I mean, there's been room. Haven't there been rumors in the last like month or two that they were going on tour? So like it. To, I think of this as like the equivalent. Like I, I'm trying to think of what the equivalent would be here in the states. Like, I guess Barack and Michelle are already married. I'm trying to think of like what that couple would be and who would perform there. I get, but I imagine it would be I don't know some famous couple and then Beyonce and Jay-Z perform or like Beyonce and Destiny's Child perform and it's like oh this is happening and then they announce a tour I could totally see that happening mm, I feel that that's trying to steal someone else's thunder a little bit but you know I mean well, that, that I love the Spice Girls but <laughs> capitalism <laughs> okay so very important question here the Spice Girls let's say they are performing at the wedding what are they going to wear? Like, for example, is Jerry going to switch up her Union Jack mini dress and turn it into maybe a Stars and Stripes one in honor of Megan? Are they going to dress in clothes that are, yes. quote, more sophisticated for today's era or more wedding appropriate? Or are they going to bring out all the glitz and go old school because that is the time when Harry was a fan? Harry was a huge fan of them during that era. Mm. And so do they have to go back and dress that way again? What do you think they're going to do? Ooh, I think that... Well, it depends. Like, are they performing the first dance or are they like kind of going to do like a medley of songs in the middle? I think that what they will do is they will probably do like the more conservative look for the like most of the wedding while they're there. And then when they're performing, they'll glam it up and they'll they'll bring out like the actual like. I'm going to wear the Union Jack, Scary Spices in her leopard print or animal print or whatever. Baby Spices in her little you know, baby clothes. Baby clothes. <laughs> her, 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 pig her pink <laughs> her pigtails. And Sporty's in her like Adidas track pants, like rip off <laughs> track pants. And then or she'll whatever. do like backflips across the yeah. <laughs> she'll, she'll do a karate kick on yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll be fun. Yeah, I, I can see them doing a whole like costume change and 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 splitting the difference. Ooh. I love the costume change idea. I love the idea of yeah. Jerry doing that, like ripping off the Union Jack halfway through to reveal a stars and stripes. That would be oh so my great. God. That would be cool. <laughs> Aisha, thanks so much again. Number one Spice Girls fan. I know you say you're not in the top 10, but everything that you've done today indicates you're a top 10. I was just Spice saying. Girls, but you sang every song that got mentioned. <laughs> you're more excited about them than the wedding, which is insane on this show. You, This is yeah, true. I think you're a top 10 Spice Girls fan. Maybe yeah. I am. I'll, I'll embrace it just like I embraced being Scary Spice. All right. Well, Aisha, reminder, your podcast is called Represent. And what is your Twitter handle? Uh, crafting My Style. Excellent. So everyone go and follow Aisha. Aisha, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thanks Thanks so much. Girl power. (laughs) (laughs) So hold on. That's your accent? That's you sounding British? It's it's so terrible. (laughs) I am terrible at accents. (laughs) It's fine. Girl power. Girl power. Right, we have to take a break, but stick around. We're back in just a minute with this week's prediction. And we're back with this week's Royal Wedding Prediction. Just a reminder for everyone out there, 
on the wedding day itself, we'll be releasing a bingo board slash drinking game with all of our predictions that we're making on the show so that you can play along with us and be wasted and jolly and happy. All right. What's this week's prediction, James? I am predicting that the Spice Girls will reunite at the wedding and that it will happen in the grounds of Windsor Castle. At Windsor Castle? That's my... (laughs) On the grounds. Hold on. So you're saying they will not be at the ceremony. You're saying they will not be at the dinner. They're not going to be with the carriage ride. It's going to be on the grounds of Windsor. Explain. Explain. As we just reported earlier in the episode, they are inviting 2,640 members of the public into the castle grounds on the day of the royal wedding. What better way to celebrate the atmosphere than have the Spice Girls come out after the wedding and sing Viva Forever? (laughs) No. I just really feel like like that's what's going to happen. Oh, my God. Where else are you going to have them? This is a crazy prediction. I thought they were just going to show up at the reception that night. You don't think they're going to perform? Oh, you think they'll perform at the reception? I was thinking they would perform at the reception just for the guests at the reception. But you're saying they're going to be out there for the whole public. But, I mean, I'm going to have to ask a not very nice question here, though. You know how Posh can't sing and they always turn off her mic and she just lip syncs? Yeah. Like... So when they're out in public, what are they going to do about that? (laughs) She can still lip sync. (laughs) (laughs) She can lip sync. I I genuinely feel like that's that's what they're going to do. Okay, so they are going to be united with the masses out in public. Yeah, I feel like there'll be a concert in the grounds after the wedding. That's how. Well, that's what I think. I think there'll be a celebration for the public. Wow. I really didn't realize that was such a crazy prediction. I thought it was just like. I just think that's a crazy prediction. Really? But you know what? But I'm on your team. I'm on Team James. They love setting up stages and doing like performances, don't they? Like on the Jubilee, they had a stage outside Buckingham Palace. I just, I, that's true. Yeah, that's I feel true. like that's what's yeah. going to happen. And then they'll have like an Ed Sheeran at the actual ceremony, I feel. I love your prediction. I think it's a bold one. I think it might be a little too bold, but I'm on board. Woo! I'm on board. That's our royal wedding prediction for the week. The Spice Girls reunited, performing out in public for the whole world at the Royal Wedding. See you at the bar, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to When Meghan Met Harry. It's produced by Her Royal Highness, Lindsay Cradwell. Thanks also to Baron Ryan Dilly, our producer in London. And as always, thanks to Andy Bowers, Archduke of Panoply. Do you have your own royal wedding predictions to share? Or do you have pictures of corgi butts? Like listener Rebecca, who just sent us the cutest picture of a corgi butt with the headline saying... Guess what? And then there was just a picture of her corgi butt. Yes, Rebecca. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. If you want to be like Rebecca, send us an email at whenmeganmetharry at panoply.fm or tweet us at Royal Wedding Pod with those corgi butts or anything else you want to write us about. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review and tell all your hashtag Hagen watchers and anglophiles about us. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm James Barr. Please ask your corgi's permission before sending a picture of its butt. (laughs) 